ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Ladies, welcome back to this episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. I am so excited that you have joined in with me today. I, you know, as you've listened and you've gotten to know me, I am a mom of three little ones and I'm in the trenches with you. There's a lot going on right now. Um, A lot of things that are heavy on our hearts, heavy on our minds, especially for us moms as we try to raise our kids for Christ in a world that is growing increasingly dark. But there is hope. We have God, we have His Word, and the Lord has really just been showing me some things that I have had to cling to in these past few days. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and preface all of this by telling you all that these are lessons that I am still learning. Um, I, I wish that I could say that I've learned them. I'm ch- I've checked them off. My faith is great. I'm trusting in the Lord. I'm leaving everything at his feet. You know, I, I wish that's how I was coming to you, but it's not. Um, and it probably never will be. I am coming to you really broken and humbled that... God is showing me these things over and over and over because I need them over and over again. I I have a small victory, you know, worries and doubts come in my mind and I turn my heart and mind to scripture and I have a small victory and you know, five minutes later, I see a clip from the news and I'm <laughs> right back where I was. So I, I'm I'm learning with you. I'm struggling with you. But our God is so faithful and he is so good and he is so patient. Praise the Lord for his patience. He's just so tenderly, lovingly teaches me the same thing over and over again. Um, man, if I could learn that, that would radically change my home. How often am I with my kids? I've already told you this once. I've already told you this twice, maybe five times, maybe 10 times, and you don't have it. Why aren't you listening? Um, But God never does that with us. God just picks us up and holds us and whispers his truth and his messages once again to our heart. And I'm so thankful that he is so good and that he is so patient. But I just want to jump in to this episode. I'm really just going to be pouring out my heart to you, um, just being raw and real with some things that I'm struggling with and just showing you from the overflow of what God is doing in my heart, what he is teaching me. And I'm just praying that it will encourage you all as listeners. Um, I know usually I speak to my audience as moms. That's not always my audience. I've had um, some single teenage girls reach out to me. I know there's some people that are engaged or newly married that don't have kids yet. I've had some older moms. I've had some grandmas listen to this episode. I've had some men. My dad listens to this podcast. Um, So I know I have a wide audience, though I often speak to moms. So even though probably the majority of the message is aimed at moms, the truth of God's word covers all ages, 
both genders, all walks of life. And so I, I hope that if you're listening and you're not a mom, and you know, often my things are about a mom with young kids. If you're not a mom of toddlers and a baby, then you can still apply these truths to your life today. Um, so I hope as I share this, whatever stage of life you're in, that you will take these truths from God's word and apply them to your heart and to your life and that it will encourage you. But so today on today's episode, I want to talk about the idea of for such a time as this. And I kind of struggled with, oh, should I share this? There are so many people right now on social media, and I'm so thankful that the message of God's word and truth is getting out. It has been long overdue, um, but I am thankful that some desperate times are causing people to speak up for Christ. But I keep seeing this message over and over, and so many people have worded the same idea that I'm going to talk about today in such a better way than I feel like what I have that I've almost been like, you know what? I'm just going to skip over this podcast. We'll go to something else. Everybody's heard this message already. The Lord just keeps bringing this back to my heart. So I'm just going to follow the Holy Spirit's leading and I'm going to share it again, maybe in a different twist, but I'm just going to share with you this idea for how I have applied it to my life. Um, In Esther 4.14, it ends that verse with the phrase, for such a time as this. And I really just want to hone in for the next 15, 20 minutes and talk about the idea of God in his sovereign wisdom has created me, my husband, and my children. He has created you, your husband, your children for such a time as this. So I was talking with my husband uh, a few weeks ago, like days into 2021. And well, no, not even 2021. This was the end of 2020. So I was talking to him and, you know, we've often joked, people ask the question like, oh, if you could be born in any era or any decade, when would you want to be born? And my answer was always like kind of the Andy Griffith age. You know, Aunt B was always cooking a meal for the neighbors. Everybody knew everybody. They had time to just sit on their front porch. Their kids could ride their bikes all over the town and nobody was worried. Just when life was slow and simple and I could just sit on my porch and drink my tea and chat the day away like that is when I would choose to have lived um you know so Sim and I were joking about that I said you know up until a couple months ago I said oh that's when I'd want to be alive and then the end of 2021 we kind of were talking about that again and I told him I was like you know what I would just be happy to go back to 2019 like it was only a year ago at that point but oh my goodness 2019 was just it was the year to live compared to 2020. And here we are in 2021 and just a complete upheaval of everything, um, which I, I don't need to get into that. If you follow any news, you know what I'm talking about. But God did not create me to be born in the 50s. God created me to be born right now. Um And, you know, sometimes when I think of those thoughts, I I get discouraged, like, this isn't when I would have chosen to be born. But in Isaiah, God says that my thoughts are not your thoughts. Your ways are not my ways, but his ways are higher than our ways. God, in his perfect plan, chose me to be a mom of a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a seven-month-old today right now, in this time, in the midst of this chaotic, crazy world, 
God wanted me to be a mom today. God wanted you to be a mom and a wife today. And, you know, I I don't understand what all of that entails. You know, sometimes I'm like, God, why me? You know, my weaknesses, you know, my heart, you know, that every day it feels like it's a struggle and a battle, but God sees the big picture. And for some reason, we were the ones that were chosen to be born for this time, for such a time as this. And, you know, I think about Esther and I'm sure she had the same thoughts. You know, I mean, she was a beautiful young Jewish girl. Um, Her future was ahead of her. And all of a sudden, life and the world and the ruler of the world at the time put her future on a path she would never have expected and never have chosen. But Esther completely trusted her life to the Lord and God received so much glory through her life. And not only uh, was she affected because of her decisions, but an entire nation, the Jewish people were saved because Esther humbly submitted to the Lord. You know, something so interesting to me about the book of Esther is that God's name is never mentioned in the book. Yet we see his hand guiding in every single detail. The events of Esther's life were perfectly orchestrated by a loving father for such a time as this. You know, God created Esther. He crafted her personality, her strengths. When he formed her in her mother's womb, he knew his plan and purpose for her life. And same thing with us. Before I was even born, back in the 90s, when life was very different than it is today, God knew when he was forming me that I would be a mom in 2021. When, you know, what, almost five years ago, I guess if you back it up to pregnancy, when I was praying for a baby and the world even looked different than it does now, five years later, God knew that Eden would be growing up in 2021. He knew that Knox would be growing up in this time. He knew that Ivy would be growing up at this time. He knew that your children would be growing up at this time. And he is in control. He knows the beginning from the end, and he chose us for this time. It is not a mistake. And I have to remind myself of that so often. I don't know why God chose me for this time. I know I mentioned earlier, I do not feel like I am worthy. I do not feel like I have what it takes to be a mom in this day and age sometimes. But I can trust that God in his sovereign design chose me and chose them for such a time as this. And, you know, I I just have to think that it is so important for me in light of all of that, that I have to be intentional and steadfast to raise my kids to be lights for Christ. Ladies, we cannot, we cannot crawl in the corner and cry in fear and discouragement and concern. We have to take heart take courage and just wash ourselves in the truth of God's word and encourage our kids. They cannot see us cowering in fear. They have to know that my mommy and my daddy follow Jesus with complete abandon. 
that no matter what is happening outside the walls of our home, that mommy and daddy's hearts rest and trust in Christ, that our homes are filled with truth of scripture, with songs that glorify Christ. We have to be intentional about raising these kids while we have the opportunity to have them in the walls of our home, because one day they will not be in the walls of our home and who knows what they are going to face out there. But we have to put into their hearts those things that are certain, those things that cannot be shaken. And when does light shine the brightest? Light shines the brightest when it is darkest out. And maybe, just maybe, God will use my babies to accomplish something great for him. Maybe they will be the Esters of today. Maybe God will use your children to be the world changers, the ones that that draw many back to him and bring him glory. And you know, I've really been studying scripture and thinking through this idea of just how can I find what I need to be a mom in a time that I just struggle with feeling like I don't have what it takes to do what God has called me to do in this day. And as I've been studying scripture, I've noticed that there are some other moms that probably felt this way. Um, let's just talk first of all about Jochebed, Moses's mama. You know, she was expecting a baby in a very hard time in Israel's history. They were in bondage. Um, they were in Egypt and Pharaoh had made this decree that all the midwives were to kill the baby boys. You know, back then they didn't have sonograms. Jochebed did not know what she was having. Could you imagine her heart when she was giving birth and she heard that baby's cries and she just craned her neck and she asked her husband, what is it? What is it? Is it a girl? Is it a boy? And they said it was a boy. Do you think maybe just for a minute, her heart might have sunk a little bit when the weight of the fact that she had just brought a little boy into a world that would immediately try to put an end to him. I I just imagine that her breath caught for a moment as she just thought, oh boy, Lord, help me, Lord. This is not the world that I wanted to bring a son into. Oh my goodness. But if you know the end of the story, Look at how God used Moses. Things happened in the world at the time, in Moses's life, in Jacobed's life, that she would never have imagined in a million years. I, I mean, just think, out of everybody, she was the one that was able to nurse him when Pharaoh's daughter needed someone to help take care of Moses in those formative years where she could plant truth in Moses's heart, truth that would later in his life turn him to Christ away from all that Egypt had to offer. You know, and I look at her example and I think maybe her heart sunk for a minute at the beginning, but look at the end. God chose Moses for such a time as this. God used Moses in an amazing way. He was able to deliver God's people out of bondage. What 
an example of a mom who probably wouldn't have chosen it, but she trusted that God's will was sovereign and God used her son in an amazing way. Let's look at another example. Let's look at Hannah. So Hannah plagued with infertility for years. To make matters worse, on top of that, Elkanah's other wife just taunted her and teased her about that. While Peninnah was having all these children, Hannah was still barren. And I'm sure that was something that was always before Hannah, but Peninnah made sure it was. She just ridiculed her that I have all these kids and you can have none. Um, you know, but Hannah trusted her life to the Lord. She pleaded with the Lord and asked him to give her a son. And she promised that if he did, she would give that son back to him. Well, God answers her prayer and gives her Samuel. And, you know, there again, I'm putting myself mentally into the story, remembering that these women were human. You know, Hannah made that promise. And I know sometimes we promise things to the Lord. And, And there again, I don't know Hannah's heart. So I'm just kind of taking my own experiences and thinking maybe what I would do if I had been Hannah. But I know that there have been times where I've promised things to the Lord, kind of asking for something in return. And then how quickly do we forget about those promises that we made to him? But Hannah did not forget. She did have a few years with Samuel as she was nursing him and weaning him. But I could imagine as she rocked that baby that she yearned for and had longed for for so long. As she looked down at his little face, I'm sure the thoughts came that she would not have him for long. She had promised him back to the Lord. And you know, that's not a bad thing. She was going to give Samuel to God. God gave Samuel to her. She was giving him back to the Lord. Our kids are not ours. They are God's anyway. But let's take a look at Israel during this time. So Eli was the priest and the temple was just racked with sin with I mean it says in the Bible that there was prostitution outside of the gates drunkenness um you know they weren't worshiping God and sacrificing to God like he had commanded look at Eli's sons and that was who Hannah was sending her baby boy her answer to prayer she was giving him to Eli in the temple um so I'm sure she had to wonder like okay Lord you see how Eli's sons turned out and I'm giving my precious baby to Eli to raise for you. How is this going to turn out? But you know, Hannah trusted. Hannah just placed what God had given her right back in his hands. And God, in spite of the sinfulness, in spite of the complete disregard for him, God was able to to work in Samuel's life. And Samuel just did amazing things for the Lord. God used him to turn many hearts of the people back towards God. And I want to wrap this up with a New Testament example. Um, And really, this example is just an amazing one. And that is Mary. You know, in Luke 2.35, the prophet Simeon, in the first days of Jesus being born, Mary's a brand new mother. She has this brand new, sweet, squishy baby boy. And... Simeon comes to her and tells her he prophesies that a sword would pierce her soul. In the middle of kind of basking in just the delight and the hormones of being a new mom, she did not realize the weight that that meant. 
But Mary would come to see the sword that came with being the mother of Christ and really being a mom in general. It it does bring its swords. Um, not all of our swords are the same swords, but there are hard things that sometimes we have to deal with in just being a mom. There were many times that Mary probably faced this. Lord, you sent your son for such a time as this? You know, Herod was trying to kill all the baby boys. They had to flee to Egypt. Um, you know, then they came back to Nazareth and it seemed as though everyone rejected the story of his virgin birth and of who he was, of the deity of the Lord. I'm sure as the Lord hung on the cross, it had to have crossed Mary's mind. God, what's going on? What are you doing? What is the plan here? Then three days, Christ laid in the tomb. I'm sure for those three days that there were just people were questioning and trying to figure out what what how does all of this fit into God's plan? This is not how we would have orchestrated things. But look at look back, you know, being on the other side of things. God all along was working the miracle of salvation. His son rose from the dead, and in doing so, the keys of death, hell, and the grave were taken. And because of that, we can have salvation and we have a way to God through his son, Jesus Christ, being born in a time that Mary might have thought, okay, this is not the most opportune time to be a mom, especially the mom of the Lord. But God used it all in his perfect plan for their life, for her life as a mom and for Christ's life as as a child growing up into the man that he would become. These are all women who had a desire to raise their kids for the Lord, but it seemed as though the world was trying to take that from them. But instead of wallowing in discouragement and being given to fear, these women immersed their hearts in truth and placed their trust in God, and they gave their all to raise these kids for the glory of the Lord. If those efforts could turn out kids like Moses and Samuel and Jesus, we can have faith that they will do the same for us today. God never changes. The God that was God for Moses, for Samuel, for Esther, for the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the God of me and the God of my children, and he is faithful and he is true. The plan that he had back then from the beginning of time for the redemption of mankind to draw all men to himself to bring him glory it is still continuing to this day and though we may not understand in his perfect plan he has put us in this spot in history for such a time as this so moms take heart these are days filled with opportunity and hope God is at work in this world. Why would we work so hard to raise warriors and then despair that they have an enemy to face? Isn't that what the point of all this training and all this investing is? That they will grow up to be strong soldiers for Christ and battle the enemy? Our babies will not be babies forever. One day they will grow up and be out on their own. And it is our prayer that these little soldiers will grow to be strong warriors Let's just trust God. 
Let's gird up our loins and let's raise this next generation to stand like the saints of old. The God who gave Esther the courage to stand before a heathen king unannounced is the same God who will fill our kids' hearts with courage as they face a heathen world. The God who gave Moses the faith to follow him in spite of opposition is the same God who will give our children the faith to follow him in spite of the enemies that surround him. The God who gave Samuel the integrity and character to be righteous in the midst of a perversion is the same God who will build strong character in our children that they be not derailed by wickedness and sin. And the God who gave his only begotten son to redeem the souls of our children is the same God who has a specific plan and purpose for them today. So let me encourage you, remember, when it feels as though the weights of the world are going to crush your mama heart, We and our children were created for such a time as this. We can be encouraged, we can be strengthened, and we can live in front of our children bold, courageous, and purposeful that what an honor that out of all of the generations, God has chosen us to be the lights in one of maybe the darkest generations. I know there has been darkness throughout history before, but I personally believe that we are ever nearing the end. God's return is soon to come. Things are wrapping up in this world, and God, in His infinite wisdom, chose us to be the lights in these last days. Oh, friends, please, may we not miss out on all that God has planned for our lives. It is time to arise, to be intentional, to be filled with purpose and passion for our Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have much longer. God is coming soon. Thank the Lord. This world is not our home. Heaven is in our certain future. But meanwhile, we have a work to accomplish and we have babies to raise for Christ. Let's do all that we can to saturate their hearts in truth and to raise them up to be strong soldiers for the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope this episode has encouraged your heart. Um, I know it's encouraged mine. I will probably listen to this over and over because, as I said at the beginning, it is a message that I need to hear multiple times a day these days. But God is good and His Word is true. We can rest in His promises. Um, If this has encouraged you, I I ask you to like and you can share and subscribe to this podcast. Um, Feel free to share it with other friends that you think that this would be an encouragement to. You can also follow me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. And you can read um, the blog and the show notes from this episode on my blog at nohighercalling.org. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.